Can we really do greater things than Jesus? The answer to that and other questions on Key Life. Key Life exists to communicate that the deepest message of Jesus in the Bible is the radical grace of God to sinners and sufferers. Life's hard for everyone, so grace is for all of us. But there's a lot of confusion about how grace applies to real life. So here's seminary professor and author Steve Brown and Pete Allenson from Forge Truth to answer your questions. Thank you, Matthew. Hi, Pete. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm doing really good. You yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, you're but healthy. I'm old. You're, I could die. No, I mean, this you're, but you're healthy as an ox. Come on. I know. I really am, and I don't understand that. That's just <laughs> not good. But, uh, and it's a gift, and I realize it can be taken at any moment. Well, you know, you, you are sinning less. Uh, these days. Well, it's because so, you're old. It's it, not you know. as easy to sin when you have to move slow. <laughs> you know, one of my really good friends died this week, and, mm. uh, and I'm going to miss him a lot. He used to be on the staff here at Key Life, and he's a little bit younger than I am, uh, Dave Sansbury. And, uh, and, and while we record this at a different time, so the time when Dave went home to be with the Lord is different than you, what you're hearing right now. But I'm going to be at his service uh, on Saturday, and I'm going to miss him a lot. But the Bible says uh, that we should pray, Lord, teach me to number my days. And that's a good thing to pray. All right, you want to talk about war and taxes next? Next. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's Pete Alwinson. If you haven't read Like Father, Like Son, that is a life-changing book, and you ought to get it. It'll make a difference in your life. And uh, go to forgetruth.com. Trust me on this. Uh, we love to get your questions, and we look forward to these Fridays. You can ask a question anytime you want by picking up the phone and dialing 1-800-KEY-LIFE. And just follow the instructions, and we sometimes put you on the air on our phone lines. Or you can send your question to Key Life Network, Post Office Box 5000, Maitland, Florida, 32794. In Canada, it's Post Office Box 28060, Waterloo, Ontario, N2L6J8. And you can email your questions to Steve at keylife.org. And you knew I was going to say this. All of those places are touch points. So if the Spirit should move you, and you should want, because you want to be obedient, to help us out financially, you now know where you can go to do that. And uh, we will be as faithful with your gift as you were in giving it. We also recognize that some of you can't, or don't feel called, and we understand that. Say a prayer for the ministry. We would appreciate that too. Pete, why don't you pray, and then we'll get to these questions. You got it. You got it. Father, we do uh, come to you, and again, thank, thankful for the fact that you are our God. We honor you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the triune God. There's only one. We worship you. We praise you. You are the God who created us. You're, you're the God who sustains us, but you're, you're also the God of power and mercy and grace and kindness. 
You're the God who plans everything out. All things work together after the counsel of your will. And yet you include us in your great plan. You bring us into your family and you bring us into the plan to restore the heavens and the earth. And we honor you. We thank you for the great privilege of being your children and the great call to be involved with the God of the universe. Uh, What a joy it is to be your children. Lord, you know us, you know our needs, and we know we know that we need you even more than we can recognize. And so meet us at the very point of our needs right now and meet us this weekend as we worship. Lord, be with our leaders who will bring us into your presence and cause us to worship and then to be transformed by your word to go out and live in your world. And so now we just ask that you would commit this time of Q&A, uh, take it, use it, and and speak to us through it, we pray. In Jesus' strong name, amen. Amen. Pete, let's go to our phone lines. I had a question about uh, John fourteen twelve when Jesus said that we can do greater things than he. I'm not quite understanding how we could do greater things than him. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I mm-hmm. get that a lot. I You know, and I think we've all asked that on occasion, really. Mm-hmm. But Jesus said it, and if you said it, it's true. Uh, he had three years of ministry in the flesh, and most of us have a lot more years than that. So maybe in that sense, we can do more. I personally think that Jesus is talking about the church, and he's talking about the hospitals that have been built, the people who've been healed, the lives that have been changed still through him, through the church, but in that sense, it would fulfill what he said in that particular statement. Mm. You'll do greater works than I do. And I think sometimes, and then I want you to comment on this, um, I think sometimes we underestimate the power of God's Spirit in us. Uh, John said, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And he was talking about Satan, but he was talking about everything else too. I think if we realize the awesome power that God has given us, we would be a lot braver, a lot stronger, and accomplish more. But most of us don't. Oh, man. I think I think you hit it. I think that's exactly right. And, and, and I think in America, if you want to take the last, say, the last 50 to 75 years, there have been some theological strains that have been out there among evangelicals that have said, Jesus is coming. You can't do anything to fix this, yeah. but only he can. So just wait. Let's just talk about future events Let's just talk about what he's going to do. And ignore the pain and the darkness and the need. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I think what grace does and what you've taught is that what, what happens is that, no, we actually, we, we, as repentant people, we can run back to him when we sin, but he wants to use us to transform so many areas of life until he comes back and does the final cleanup. So true. So, uh, you know, we we were talking, I think, on a previous broadcast about your son's book, Relentless, Mm -hmm. John Alwinson. And it's a book on sales, actually. It's one of the best books ever written on sales. (laughs) But it's written on life, too. And the thing that I loved about John when he was talking 
he was talking about when he hires people in his sales force. And if they're not passionate, if they don't want to get out there and do it, then he doesn't want them on his staff. And and as he talked, he related that to being a Christian. You know, we owe the world uh, the relationship that we have with him, and that means we can be fearsome. Uh, we don't have to be fearful. Uh, we don't have to, well, we can do greater works than Jesus did. It's, it's, it's powerful. It's still Jesus working through us to accomplish great things, and we ought to be motivated to let him do great things. That's true. Start Christian schools. Start new businesses. Start new ministries to help people and advance his kingdom. Right on. Why? This is an interesting question. Why was Jonah so stubborn and disobeyed God? Was it because he had no righteous fear of God? Did God then drown the protective wall and stir up a storm to weaken his servant? Could this happen to me or the church body? Will our nation have to enter the belly of the whale, so to speak, to wake up and obey God? <laughs> That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And you know, Jonah is Jonah is a conundrum. He's a difficult guy to figure out. He really right? is. He was a racist. <laughs> That's right. I mean, he was a Jew who hated <laughs> Ninevites and all pagans, you know. So. He, want, he was disappointed because God saved him. He wanted him to go to hell. That's exactly right. It was, he had he had faith. He had belief that God could do exactly what he said he was going to do. What a lack of faith. He just hated those suckers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fred Smith used to say when he was young, he was the son of a Baptist pastor in small Baptist churches. And he said, I almost gave up my faith, but it would have required that I give up my belief in hell. And there were some deacons I wanted to go there. <laughs> so so uh, Jonah would have understood that. Yeah. You, you know, I think you have to be careful. Um, you know, I heard Billy Graham say, and I think it was true, that if God uh, doesn't judge America, he's going to have to apologize for Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm. And I, and I thought that was a powerful statement yeah. and true. But you have to be careful about what you're sure God's going to do. We don't believe absolutely in divine earthly retribution. Uh, uh, and the psalmist asks questions. Why do the wicked prosper? Yeah. So sometimes, you know, a nation will prosper uh, when they're really doing bad things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes a nation doing good things, and I think immediately of Israel and the, and the war that's going on, you know, they're really a democracy. They care about people. Their medical system reaches outside of the Jewish community mm -hmm. and touches everybody. Absolutely. And I could go on and on and on. And yet, look what happened. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be careful about saying what God will or won't do in that situation. But we need to be careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you, we do believe in a future ultimate judgment, but yeah. there's judgments that there take is. place in space and time during, really during human history. Israel was uh, a theocracy that had a particular calling and Jonah had a particular calling. They had to prepare people for the Messiah. 
And that's why, in in one sense, it was egregious, Jonah's attitude, because God's covenant with Abraham um, set him up for this, that yeah. all the nations of the world would be blessed through the Jews. That's why the Jews had such a great failure uh, in, in people like Jonah when that happened. And so the church needs to continue that to take the gospel to the rest of the world. You know the old story of the little girl who was approached by the skeptic, he's a Christian. Do you really believe that Jonah was swallowed by that big fish? And she said, I don't know, but I'll ask him when I get to heaven. And he said, uh, and he said, well, what if his answer is different than yours? She said, well, you ask him. <laughs> <laughs> we get, that's awful. We got to go. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you being a part of this Friday broadcast. And one other thing before we go, Key Life is a listener-supported production of Key Life Networks.